it's gone yellow. That means we're live and we're recording. Hello and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We are your first and sometimes only choice for Australian Transformers news, opinions, feelings, and uh, I don't know. What else have we got, Brad? Love. <laughs> yes. For, for Australian Transformers, news, feelings, opinions, feel opinions, and love. This is episode 127. We are recording live on the 20th of October, 2017. I'm Jason. Joining me this week, we have Brad and Max. How are you doing, guys? Good evening, guys. Busy week, busy week. Max, how are you over there? I've been doing all right, thank you. Um, just technically finished my last year of school, so that's pretty exciting. <gasps> I just want to point Thank out this is actually this is actually the first time I've been able to see Max's eyes on the podcast. There's there's normally a giant mop of hair there, but uh, this week he's gone out and gotten himself a haircut to celebrate his last year of school. Oh no, because I can't see when I'm driving. Right. Well, so that, that also <laughs> will also be a problem. Also, uh, as this weather as this weather starts to hit up, the uh, the hair on the top of one's head decreases. I've been trying to get mine cut too. <laughs> yes, yes, true. Um, I was going to say uh, we were talking about we were talking about this earlier. The um, only just like minutes before the show started, I have had terrible sleep this week. I'm actually I'm actually really exhausted. I'm really tired, and it's because the nights have been a little bit warmer, a little bit more humid in Sydney, and I'm really not dealing with it. Frankly, if I fall asleep during the podcast, um, it's purely my fault and not yours. Yeah, humidity is a pain. I'm glad I got out of tropical North Queensland. That was excellent self-censorship there. I I didn't know you were from tropical North Queensland. Oh, no, no. When I went up there for the army. Right. Oh, so you spent some time there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Just despite acclimatise and had to acclimatise back again. <laughs> well, despite the fact that I'm actually I am a Queenslander, I'm from Brisbane. I've I lived a couple of years in Singapore. I'm really not dealing with the humidity. It's um yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel I feel terribly inadequate. What's been happening this week, guys? Brad learned some lessons on how to run a giveaway. Yeah, um, don't do it at 8 o'clock in the morning while you're in traffic. Yeah, don't do it in the morning because uh, we had a couple of complaints from our WIA um, members. It was about 10 past 5 over there, so sorry, guys. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> yeah, so, so we should probably talk about what's actually gone on. You did a lightning giveaway for a uh, G1 Rodimus Prime. And uh, so we, we limited the number of tickets so that when all... It was 40, right? When all 40 tickets yeah. were sold, we'd just trigger the giveaway. And so it's a, it's a good opportunity for a bit of fundraising for the club. And uh, it was mostly successful, except I think it was more successful than you thought in that the 40 tickets went just like that and thus the western australian guys had uh, no chance to actually participate so we'll um <laughs> we'll sort that out next time we might we we, yeah. we might we yeah. might be planning to do a few more of these we might we might not we're not going to necessarily tell people but um yeah pretty pretty good it was pretty yeah. fun filled up in like less than an hour or so yeah, yeah absolutely an hour, all, all the 40 were done um we had two people had to refund money because the payment come through after the uh the 40 tickets were gone but um no it was just it was great to see um and hopefully it's a uh that's a sign of what's to come with the christmas giveaway that we'll be launching in a couple of weeks you may as well talk about it now you've, you've stacked it at the end of the show but um 
you know, uh, yeah, Christmas giveaway is coming up soon. Uh, we say giveaway, it's actually more of a, uh, the Christmas donation drive. Yeah. We will give away some toys in exchange for donations. Some. We've uh, we've got our biggest stocking get this year. We've got 20 figures and items uh, on offer. So We've also got the largest yeah, number I of can't... people in the club ever. So, yeah, yeah. in the discussion group anyway. Yeah, yeah. So everything in there from MPs, third party to... Uh, some G1 keepsakes. So look forward to that in the next couple of weeks. Fantastic. Yeah, having had a look through the list of prizes that Brad put up, this is going to be the best one yet. That uh, Brad hasn't put up to the public. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is shown us. Yes. Yeah. Yes, look, we, 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 we've seen the list. We're excited. Um, there's not much not much more we can say about it, but uh, in the next couple of weeks, there will be some will be some interesting things going on in the uh, in the group, and uh, I suggest you have your $5 donations out the ready, mm-hmm. and um, you might want to have a few of them. Let's see. Yep, go be in it to win it. Before we talk about news, we will uh, just check in with the winner of Put Your Bot, Put Your Bot to Work Day. I knew I'd, I knew I'd mess that up. Chris Turner is this week's winner with his lovely display of Unicron and his minions. Um, just out enjoying a happy, uh, nice, nice day in the garden. Really. Um, What's yeah. the clear Unicron? What's the Any what? ideas? I should have asked him. The clear Unicron. What version of Unicron is this? I don't know. Is is that the is that the recent platinum one? It looks pretty shiny and new. Yeah. Or is it the normal? Just the stand and the the clear case. I don't The clear case it's sitting on could be anything. No, the clear case of Unicron, the orb. Oh right, the the clear outer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know, you're right. It's not the it's not the standard edition. It's probably one of the reissues uh, from recent years. Yeah, it's the yeah. universe one. Oh, okay. Yeah, now we got Cyclonus, Galatron, and Scourger as well. Three bots from three separate lines, and uh, and a Matrix and a Chain. So you know, enterprising. Yep. And there's and there's Unicron's Minicon stuck to the uh, outer ring there. Um, I actually didn't know you could do that with it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a few holes around there. Yeah, yeah, yep. there are actually. You can impale all sorts of robots on Unicron. <laughs> No, oh, very good, and uh, congratulations to Leaf Prime on winning the uh, the thirty week entrant uh, competition, which we gave away a Titans Return Croc. Excellent. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? We have glimpsed the future. It is Transformers Cyberverse. It is the new cartoon series. This is this is the first uh, the first official artwork that we've seen of the series, but it does match up with some of the artwork that we've seen around the place in the last few months. Um, you will remember that we've seen we've seen Bumblebee and I think Optimus Prime's design on a storybook recently. Mm. Is that really very similar? Yeah. Well, there was there's been a few bits and beats bits and pieces that have been leaked so far and it seems to line up. Yeah. So this is Transformers Cyberverse. This is our first look at uh, Bumblebee and Windblade and Optimus Prime who is controversially without a faceplate for... I'm sure uh, it comes out. At least this <laughs> at least this photo. We'll see. We'll see. The um, and, uh, As people have pointed out, this uh, does feature the return of Transformers noses. 
um, Transformers have oh, and the lips. last <laughs> continuation. Oh, of lips they've, had, they've, they've, they've had lips. But um, yep. Transformers have been uh, controversially again without noses for the last uh, for the last uh, I think decade or so. Like Transformers Prime was not big on noses either. Uh, how do you smell? How do, how do they smell? I hear you ask. <laughs> Terrible is of course the answer. And now they can smell themselves because uh, Bumblebee, Windblade, and Prime at least all feature very prominent schnozzes in the middle of their faces. <laughs> The animated chins are gone and the noses are in this uh, this series. So Transformers Cyberverse is described as um, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a mystery where Bumblebee's on a very important mission, but he can't remember what it is because he's got Robo Amnesia or Robonesia, as I'm going to coin the term uh. right now. And um, <laughs> Yeah, so, so basically Bumblebee has to work to recover his memories, but fortunately his good friend Windblade is there to help, and uh, the series does also feature Optimus Prime, although it doesn't look like Optimus Prime is necessarily going to be present uh, all the time. He might be on the video screen a lot. Yeah, or yeah, dead, I looking at how he's ghosted out. Into our ID. <laughs> yeah. I, I, what I love is they're all smiling. Windblade's not. Why does she have to be a stick yeah. in the mud again? It's it's, it's it's kind of it's kind of Windblade's thing, right? She's well, smiling. I was on, say she's stick up her ass, but well, she's smiling on the inside. How's that? No, no, she's just a Debbie Downer. Fair. Well, you said it, not me. Um, personally, yeah. I'm actually quite happy to see Bumblebee's uh, G1 horns come back yeah. as well. Yep. Um, That's a I'm, nice touch. sort of. He's got the G1 horns, but with a more sort of a little bit of a more movie-inspired robot mode. So it's uh, quite nice to see a crossover between the two. Yeah, yeah. I think his um, well, I, I think his his bot mode looks a little bit like a cross between R.I.D. and um, movie and G1, as you can sort of see that uh, blue outline on the, on his tires as well, and he's got the front of his car's as shot. Front of his car is his shoulder. Um, it does. It seems a bit like a simplified version of uh, Don Figueroa's design from the 2010 Transformers comic. Yeah, it does. Um, I think there's. I think there's definitely some um, definitely some comic influences on here. The thing that this actually makes me interested to see is what the toys are going to look like for this line. Yeah, I mean, we've had a couple of leaks of a little Legion figures so far, hmm. but it'd be interesting. So we have got like a solid looking Grimlock and Megatron, but it'd be interesting to see. Like how the larger scale figures pan out, in terms of yeah. Now this uh, this series is also apparently going to feature um, the uh, the return of the Decepticons in force. Uh, so instead of sort of getting a, a figure here and there like you do, or a, a character here and there like you do in R.I.D., uh, there's going to be a lot more Decepticons. And yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what happens. I think it's going to I think it's going to be making its premiere next year. I'm not sure if it's going to be later or earlier next year, but. Um, I, I kind of I feel like it was I feel like it was quite a while since um, uh, quite a while between reveals for Transformers animated and when the first episode premiered. So I feel like this mm. is just sort of maybe just the the animators getting the art style out there, maybe gathering a little bit of feedback. We'll see. Um, but yeah, no, you, I look, you'd have to assume that it's fairly well into production by now. I think I hope. Well, the, yeah, the figures, like they've got an 18-month window from when figures start to get designed before they come out, so. Yeah, that's I've, I've heard that as well. So 
Yeah, uh, like Max said, we've seen some leaks of some figures, so maybe mm. it's kind of this time next year we might be seeing Cyberverse make its debut. We'll see. Maybe the, maybe the cartoon will make its debut before the series, but I think... I don't know if that's actually worked so well for Hasbro in the past. I think I think RID made a bit of a made its um, debut without having a supporting toy line in stores, and I think Prime did as well. Yeah, because they had I the first Prime edition made... stuff, and all had to get changed. Changed. Yeah, they did the first edition, and then they waited until after the series had premiered to put out the rest of it. Yeah. yeah so um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Well. Oh, look, only time will tell how uh, how we go with the series release and the figure release for this. Mm-hmm. Any other any other thoughts on Transformers Cyberverse? No, I'm um, digging the prime design. I'm sure I'm sure he's going to have a faceplate for battle, just like the movie, because we're incorporating the movie designs here somewhere. But I, th- I think they've been I think they've been incorporating elements of the movie designs for quite a while. I think um, yeah, like we saw this in Transformers Prime. Some of it carried over in a simplified way into RID, and yeah, there's um, yeah, yeah. I, I I think I think it's it's almost it's almost mainstreaming some of the movie designs. So yeah. Now with Windblow, because she only exists in one from one origin, should I say? Um, now I don't, possibly... I, don't, I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe just try to be slightly more contemptuous for the comics. Keep going. <laughs> My point is we're going to have a third or fourth figure here of her as exactly the same character because they can't bring in elements of other series because she doesn't exist anywhere else. Can't they change her up a little bit or not? This is how she looks everywhere else in those two other continuities. So I was reading, I was reading the, um, the article that someone posted in the group this week uh, about the worst Transformers designs ever and uh, the, fir- the initial release of Windblade is rightfully there because she doesn't stand up without changing um, some parts of her feet and you know purchasing some extra pieces off shapeways but they they also pointed out that like um her her face design with like the painted face and the head design is kind of culturally insensitive and it surprises me that they keep doing it because this is like the third or fourth (laughs) incarnation of windblade but every single version of her has the same face design yeah yeah, oh, the R.I.D. one's got the face plate, but yeah, still. Yeah, it's still got that red paint around the eyes and that. It's more because people just haven't really kicked up a fuss about it. Like, I suppose if it was something mm. in, you know, the, uh, the put movie. Put her in the movie. Have, yeah. yeah, put her in the movie. Be, we'll see what happens oh, then. Even then, we have Drift and we have like Drift in the movies. Oh, yeah. Seems to complain about him. The hate for Drift. Oh, yeah, they do. They, they did in Age of Extinction, don't you worry. I've seen plenty of that. We're, 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 not, we're, not, we're not actually that worried about it, but, uh, you know. I don't know. I'm just sort of, you know, wondering why, you know, CBR chooses to talk about it, but it hasn't really seemed to be an issue for most people. It's kind of, it's kind of this thing, like, honestly, when, when Windblade was first announced, I was just sort of like, great, but what's with the face? And... I, I, I feel like it's just sort of that thing. It's just it's become it's become that uh, design of the character. But um, yeah, like no, like they're they're taking the opportunity to design some other characters a little bit differently. Maybe they should uh, maybe they should just give her a normal face. I don't know. Maybe it's the only way that they can actually distinguish Windblade instead of actually writing a proper female character. 
Mm. Okay. Yeah, because a red paint chest plate's are different to Bumblebee enough that she doesn't look individual enough. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. No, no, look, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm a little bit over Windblade's face design, which is unchanging in every series, and I would like to see, I would like to see something a little bit different. Mm. That's it. And just invent some new aspects to her, a new face, for example. Like as you were saying before, B, how the B has got some design aesthetics from three or four, eight different canons or series. Well, <laughs> three or four or eight. We're going to we're going to get ten years down the time, and Windblade's going to look exactly the same because they're not going to change her from the comic at all. Anyway, this <laughs> we spent way too long time on this. Let's move on to something else that uh, is going to be equally controversial for people. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> it, is, it is a Titans Return cartoon. Um, we're not going to play it because every time we play someone's video, we get in trouble. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, Machinima did receive, did receive, they released Machinima. I think it's Machinima. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce this channel's name. <laughs> Whatever that bloody channel name is, they released a behind-the-scenes video just sort of, uh, as people said it, they were, they were introducing their voice cast, which um, we've known for months because they're printed at the top of this poster. They announced it at the time they cast them. But we have to be fair, it is, we're about a month out from the premiere of the series now. So expect to see a little bit, expect to see a little bit more of the, uh, the Titans Return cartoon in the news. Uh, just, and just remember this year, we are getting 10 10 episodes and they are going to be 11 minutes long each, which might actually be time enough for some character development. That sounds yeah. revolutionary. Hopes up. True, true. But um, yeah, they haven't fixed yeah. the frame rate. I doubt they're going to fix the characters. They're really talking up their voice cast in that well, the, video. The, the voice I, cast has to talk up, don't they? Yeah, well, yeah. I, um, I've, I've mistook. Peter Cullen for Judd Nelson when I first watched it. I'm like, why was Prime so beady? <laughs> and it was only after they showed photos of Cullen going, okay, I'm stuffed up there. But um, Jason David Frank looks passionate in his line delivery, so they wouldn't play any of his lines, so yeah. we, they're not going to let us know what MSU sounds like. Look, Jason David Frank may have looked passionate in his delivery, but I will just tell you a little <laughs> bit of a secret. He was ordering lunch. Uh, okay. He was he was ordering lunch. He's like, I want a cob salad and a side order of fries. Yes. Yeah. It's another thing. Sort of one complaint we had with the first series was all the vo- voice performances. It sounded like they were just in a booth. They weren't in the same room acting against each other. And we've just got confirmation now. That's exactly what they're doing again now. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes, they've got, it's exactly the same microphone with someone standing in front of it in every different shot. It's quite correct. Yep. Come in, read your 10 lines and get out. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Mm. Um, Heinz Return is notable for a possible precedent that it might set. It has been a year since Combiner Wars. Now Titans Return is, is out a year later, while this time around Titans Return figures are actually still on the shelves. Yeah, Titans, Re- Titans Return is not actually late. Well, it's it's pretty late in the line. What this also means is that uh, if they're going to do Power of the Primes next year, it should probably be at the height of the toy line. The toys will have been out for a year. We know we know that these lines run for 
sort of a year to 18 months. So yeah, it, like if, if that, if that remains the case, then uh, the Power of the Prime series will actually hit just as the, uh, just as sort of we're heading into the final waves of toys. So yeah. It could be pretty exciting, finally. Even though those last waves are obscure characters that will never turn up in the series anyway. <laughs> well, we don't, know about, we don't know about that for Power of the Primes. Well, the second to yeah, last wave, we got Perceptor, and he's in this series, so there's a, there's a little bit of precedent. Yeah. yeah Fort Max was last year. <laughs> Fort Max was yeah. like, um, oh yeah, no, yeah. Fort Max was last year. No, it was Metroplex who was in sort of uh, his hand featured in Combiner Wars. That's all I can afford. The hand of Metroplex. Yes, no, they've 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 been very careful with their budget, right? Like they haven't had to design Metroplex until this year, but this year they've also done um, they've also done Trypticon according to the according to thing. But the other question with this is, and like, I haven't got I haven't got the other image open, but the the screenshots that we've seen, the pictures of Perceptor and Windblade in, they really look like the toys. And they look like the toys in a way that I've not actually seen Transformers look like the toys since, I think, Transformers Energon. When it was very obvious... I was going to bring that, up Energon. <laughs> yeah, like, but like especially with Energon where they basically based the ca- all, of the fi- all of the on-screen figures on the toys. And the, it was like watching an animated toy cartoon. Um, yeah, well, the, the toys were made. Then they then they scanned the bots. So they, they pretty much just used the same cab models, altered slightly to allow for movement uh, between yeah. Yeah. both the toys and the actual cartoon. Yeah, exactly. That was the on screen models yes. even had the screws <laughs> that had the screw holes on the <laughs> animation models. <laughs> I, so I, I actually wondered at the time, like, is does that is that meant to like I don't know help kids with their imagination, like because they can see the toy on screen moving around and stuff, or I don't know. I imagine well, it just pays. It just uh, saves them having to pay someone to renders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our guys designed these things already. Let's use them. What's their biggest hope for figures is having them cartoon accurate. If they if yeah, they have the toy and scan it, scan it and animate it, then it's not. We got it for animated, and we got it back then. It's kind of the other way around, A lot of people forget that. Yeah. <laughs> so the reason I, the reason I bring this up is because. Uh, we're staring at a giant rendition of a toy on the uh, Titans Return poster. But the thing is that um, this giant uh, Trypticon actually looks more like the G1 Trypticon than he does the uh, the Titans Return version, doesn't he? He's lost all his detail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the same sort of deal with, um, you know, the Prime and Megatron designs or just about every design from, these, from this show and the previous one. It's that they're really just... 3D animated G1 style instead of actually representing the toy line that they're advertising. Yes, true. The, the, we, we did find this last year with Combiner Wars as well. Like the, the, the Prime design is very G1 Prime. Also, very good reason to believe he still hasn't had that windscreen fixed. He's, he's <laughs> going to get in trouble from Vic Rhodes and the RTA, I think. Um, <laughs> Very, very disappointing. Very disappointing. Prime is meant to be a role model. Um, I certainly wouldn't be driving around with a, a, a shattered windscreen like that. Yep. <laughs> All right. I think we should move on. Anyone else got anything to say about uh, Titans Return? It's going to be in the news for the next few weeks, I think. I hope they do hilarious prequels like they did last year for Combiner Wars <laughs> where, where every week, and I, I, I do apologize for this, Brad, every week it came up and you're sitting there going, this is shit. 
this looks terrible. And I'm like, just wait, just wait. The series will be out and it'll be, oh, dear. (laughs) (sighs) I think the worst part of those prequels was that they got a better voice actor to do Prime's lines in the prequel than they did for the actual series. It wasn't the same guy? Wait, no, so I think it was was the same guy. It was John Bailey, wasn't it? Is is his name John John Bailey? Bailey, But in the actual show, they sped up his lines. Did they? (laughs) I I swear to... I don't know for sure, but it really felt like it. Like, it felt like it was just talking... It felt like they'd just taken his lines and just sped them up to save time. I have to say, I I have to say, I have actually done this before. So, like... um, Occasionally, I'm on a on a uh, radio show in Melbourne, and when we pre-record, sometimes it runs a little bit long, and I'm like, "Well, the show's meant to be an hour long, and we've done like an hour and three minutes. Why don't you just play it like three percent faster?" <laughs> Condense. <laughs> it just sounds like we're very into what we're talking about because it just sounds a little bit a little bit faster, a little bit more attentive. People just people you know just need to pay a little bit more attention, and a lot less gaps. Yes, a lot less gaps. Especially if you play it through a podcast player that eliminates gaps for you. And it's, in that case, everything sounds like this and there's no natural pauses. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that's enough Titans Return. Let's talk a little bit about Power of the Primes. We've got uh, a bunch of, uh, a bunch of um, toy images and packaging images came out this week for Power of the Primes, including Inferno, which I, I've, I've brought up as he's uh, probably one of the more interesting figures here now. Inferno's vehicle mode doesn't necessarily give it away, but his uh, robot mode gives away. He is a hotspot repaint. So, like, um, they appear to be they appear to be bringing out a uh, Combiner Wars figure, and uh, that probably implies that Inferno is going to be the uh, center of a Combiner. There was some leaked artwork. I'm not sure. We're, yeah, we're not. I don't think we're covering it today, but uh, it showed the actual Combiner mode of Inferno, and he just yeah, he just had some random guys attached to him. So he's just going to be one of those generic combiner pieces that can... Oh, right. So he's like um, Powercore Prime and his posse, right? He's, yeah. he's like half a bloody line. <laughs> let's, have, let's have a look at uh, some of the other figures. This is Moonracer. There's a lot of love for this figure. A lot of people are very interested. Yeah, I'm really... Congratulations. <laughs> I was looking really solid. Like, quite poseable as well. Let's move on. I'm going back. I'm going backwards at the moment. So, um, Vector Prime has been reduced to a pretender shell. We never, we, we never brought up with the um, New York Comic Con releases last week. Where are we on these little pretender shelves? Anyone keen on them? Want to get them? So, uh, not really. You need, you need time... these guys for the matrixes, don't you? Uh, yeah. So the little the little guys in this package, those are the primes. And they turn into matrixes, and then a pretender shell is that it's actually literally a pretender now because they're pretending to be another transformer. Like this is Vector Prime pretending to be Metal Hawk. Mm, good disguise, good disguise. Very, very, very up on it. Um, oh, I thought I'd get a, f- I thought I'd get a photo. Of it. Oh, hey, look at this swoop. Um, you can sort, you can sort of see. I think this is for Micronus. Um, you can see. Uh, is it Micronus? Yes. So you can see uh, Micronus's matrix form plugged into the top of the gun here, which is, I believe, literally the pretender suit fallen on its face. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's got it's got things sticking out the top. They've plugged on. It yeah, yeah, no, no. It's 
Oh, actually, no, no. Look, the gun actually sits on the back. That's that's cool. You can. It's, yeah, that's fine. He's a one step. It hinges up too. Yeah. It kind of is. You just knock it over. <laughs> uh, so um, we got. Um, oh, that chest. What the, what the has happened to Jazz? Jazz. It's yeah. the new integration to the combiner hands. It's just they plug onto the chest and then you plug a matrix into them. I'll tell. I'll tell you what it looks like. It looks like Jazz is a stay-at-home dad who's attached his little baby Micronus on one of those little baby harness things where you walk around and your kids in front of you, right? I wasn't going to say that yeah, about Moon Racer before, but you just done that about Jazz. <laughs> I, I didn't need that image. I didn't really notice it with Moon Racer. Oh, really? It's just not color. It's color coded, like, but yeah, just like yeah. Just Moon Racer. It's much more large figure in the first place. Whereas Jazz, it's a you know chunky figure with another massive chunk stuck on the front. Yeah. Well, it's the same size chunk. It'd have to be. Yeah. The yes, no, the absolutely. On, a, will, will be. on Hunger, both uh, integration looks a lot better. Like the same thing you've done with Starscream, where they just use the feet as a pair of gauntlets, I think looks really cool. Mm. It just looks kind of fun. Mm. Um, also interesting with Hunger is that yeah. something I didn't notice before is his feet of a dragon heads and they've also added ankle tilts to the mold now i i, I kind of get the feeling that hasbro's designers i mean brad you said earlier that um figures take about 18 months to get from inception to um production right mm -hmm. I, th I think it's actually a little bit longer but um i think 18 i think 18 months they can do these days but um like i've heard stories in the past of like people People seeing test shots of Transformers like you know two two and a half years before they come out, but yep. uh, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like the the fact that they've been doing ankle tilts in the mainline Transformers is sort of the Hasbro designers sitting up and just going, yeah, no, yeah, no, third parties, yeah, we can do ankle tilts as well. <laughs> just 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 you wait, wait till you see Hunger's feet, you know, he'll he'll be yep. right up there. People will love him. Um, and then they then they do things like jazz where they obviously have not done it. But <laughs> block leg. <laughs> he does look a bit he does look like he's got blocky feet, doesn't he? Everything is blocky. Yeah, you know, he needs blocks jazz to make sure that is, that giant block doesn't overbalance him. He just looks like the most generic deluxe ever. He's just he's just Plus so that plain. Big, that bleep big side of a car on the bottom of his arm. Can I can I just can I just um can I just point out that like these images are terrible. Do you, know, do you know what would make these these images look better? If someone didn't try to flood fill the background to black. Yeah, like, that's what like they've then, done. Yeah, like just leave it as white. Mm. It would have looked so much better. Oh, let's keep going. Um, uh, no, do you want to go back? No, I was just going to jazz, but this guy, this guy as well on the on the uh, left, they've got the um the same sort of skeleton as a couple of the Stunticons where the the sort of legs collapse into the, the knees collapse mm. into the leg, and it sort of comes together around the hips. Yeah, um, this guy also has stumpy feet syndrome. That's Ripper Snapper. Um, don't lean him forward; he'll probably fall over. And yeah, I'm not, really not liking this gimmick where you attach the um, no attach the matrix onto just any bot. Like we know, we know the matrix has only got eyes for two, maybe three bots, but yeah. Anyway, um, Ripper Snapper and Blackwing. We have actually we've seen these guys before in some of the earlier leaks and talked about them a bit uh this is elita one uh who is a repaint of starscream right so yeah, so yeah. 
she, she's a Voyager. She looks like she looks like she's got uh, Popeye arms, like Starscream. Hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny they, when she was introduced in Lola One. The model that they, the designer they used was it really looked like they were going to make her a repaint of Scourge from Titans Return, and now they've just gone and done this instead. Well, there's plenty of time for her to get reformatted in the comics. Uh, the ever popular and I quite, I, I say, I quite like the uh, Legends class figures for the last few years. Uh, Scrapnel is a, of course, a repaint. Windcharger is a new figure, and they look good. Although they do seem to be stuck in the exact same pose in their box art with the exact same facial <laughs> expressions as well. And then there's that. I'm. I really well, love how that yeah. Moon Racer's arm mode uh, mo turns out. Mm. Like with the whole sort of interconnected jointing with the elbow there. I think that looks Well, fantastic. they've got rid of... They've filled in the griller arm if that grey bit on the back is to be... Yes. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah it seems Although like they've... Jazz, instead of... Jazz hasn't. <laughs> and whatever's beside him. I think that's Ripper Snapper. You, uh, I'm, I'm combining it out. I was happy with the first four. I kind of, I kind of agree. I don't care about the combiner aspect of these guys. No, it's like, yep, we've uh, taken a Voyager figure. Yeah, what? We've out combined award combiner wars. And the, the funny thing is, those two torsos look great and detailed until it's all one color, mm. <laughs> and all that detail's lost. So why even show it? <laughs> Uh, Dinobots. So we got uh, we got Slug, very um, black, very very G back. very G one artwork for the dinos. Uh, Swoop looking blue in this version. <laughs> so yeah, there's definitely going to be two colorways of Swoop. Yeah, completely yeah. different color on the box art. Yeah, yeah, like the render of the uh, um, pterodactyl mode in a bottom corner has the red chest instead of a blue one. So I think he's pretty much stay certainly now. They're gonna do both. Has he got Grimlock's sword as well? No, they yeah. all, all but one had a pointy sword, didn't they? Did they? Oh, okay, there's only two of them in here. Fair enough. Um so, in uh, G, in G1, anyway. yeah. did they did they all have the same identical sword though? No, they had the pointy pointy swords. I don't think they're all the same sort or same size, but Let's talk about let's talk about something that Brad will be into. Movie Generations Master Inferno and Grapple. Oh. Movie yeah. Masterpiece Barricade. Uh, we have some few. We have, we have some fresh images of him, but they are fairly low resolution. So I do apologise, but um, there's something. I, th this is this has got the most points po pointing to anything. I've ever seen on a, on a particular transformer, including one that's pointing directly at his crotch. Cement. <laughs> I, th I, th so I, I guess think this is the different color allocations that they got. I think I, I think they are because I think they're all like Pantone colors and stuff like that. But um, it is a look. It is a look at what Movie Masterpiece Barricade looks like. You want to talk about gorilla arms, Brad? These this guy's arms go all, <laughs> all the way down to his knees. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. love it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, no, nah, this had been rumoured on and off for a while. Whether it was a cancelled line, whether it was actually part of the Masterpiece or Movie Masterpiece series, <laughs> looks like it's going ahead. 
I don't know what the red signifies. I think so. I think um, the label for this is flat black uh, placement. So these be the the red is sort of the parts of him that are actually going to be painted uh, black. Yeah. Ironically, um, yes. It, it does give us a great idea of what he's going to look like, and it seems like they've probably even to a greater extent than they have with uh, Prime and V so far, just made the figure completely movie accurate. Until you get to his I feet guess. hanging out the back of the car, mode, just like the movie Bumblebee's <laughs> figures. I mean, look, given given how much he's doing, I can overlook that. I mean, I can't. If you just take a glance at that robot mode, right? That looks like it'd be uh, Revel Tech or something. You know, just something that you wouldn't be able to transform at all because there's no way oh. you'd be able to get it into that shape. Oh, look, okay, it's a yeah. low quality picture of the uh, same picture that I just showed us. And what the fuck? Uh, anyway, let's go back to this one. <laughs> yeah. No, and then if it's just like that lockdown we've seen in the Dino, the third party cars as well from the figures. Just oh, yeah, I remember much that from a few weeks ago. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Just how much the bot mode, it doesn't look like that's going to have the, enough flat panels on it to become a car at all, but um, it does. So I wonder if there's going to be an integrated frenzy at all. We haven't seen anything of it. I mean, I was talking about it with a mate like, as to how they'd actually get it to work. Because uh, these images don't seem to show, like, there's definitely a space inside the car mode, but. It's I, really I, I, th I think it looks to me like his um, windscreen and roof are on his back. Like he yeah, can, so sort, of sit, can sort of sit around under his arm there. Yeah, well, the so bumblebee like, does that anyway, doesn't it? Doesn't it constantly on his back I, I, as well? Entire roof like folds into the chest. Oh, okay. I, I'm actually wondering if this is like um, if the molds of the molds is or whatever and based on bumblebee. Oh, it's possibly got the same skeleton. It's a very mm. similar car. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me if they used some similar engineering. Like, the trick for Bumblebee pulls with getting the entire roof of a car into the chest section. Mm. I feel like this guy could very easily be doing that as well. Yeah, it's very possible. I feel like the arm folds up a bit as well. Yeah. Yes, there's a lot yeah, they of both sort of explode on transformation. Yeah. So, um, not entirely sure when this guy is uh, actually due for release. Um, yeah, they. Um, it's so not going to be years now. We're saying this. TFW does say that uh, there's no word on when it's actually expected to come out, but hopefully it'll be in the near future because it is a it is a movie masterpiece. So, yeah. Last piece of news for tonight. If you've bought yourself a giant, expensive Amiga Supreme from uh, Fans Toys, prepare your bank account because there's another one. And you got to have three of them. <laughs> yes, it's true. You have to buy three of them as well. So, um, I think they, I think Fans Toys should start selling this as a three pack. Actually, oh, <laughs> yeah. the po the, the postal servants have enough issues. <laughs> Yes, it's very true. The postal service is having enough issues. You're right. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So uh, Fan Toys 20G Terminus Giganticus has a um, Cybertronian Sentinel paint job, which uh, I think Brad, you and I were saying earlier on, this is this looks much nicer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just uh, like the blue, and that looks nice on it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm quite into it. Um, 
Yeah, I, I got to be honest. Having seen other photographs of um, of people with this guy in their collection, there is no way I'm buying this guy. He's just too big for everything. But um, yeah, it looks nice. I'm you know I'm happy to live vicariously through people who purchase it and post pictures of it on the discussion group. Hmm. Yeah. I think this just looks so much nicer. It's like the cool color palette as opposed to those very distinct Omega Supreme colors. Just turns mm. out really nicely. Yeah, I agree. It does. Now you just want them on Gabriel instead. Well, so that's actually another. That's actually an interesting question too, isn't it? What is happening with DX9's Gabriel? Because um, they've shown off a prototype this week. Where every, everyone's uh, everyone's been under the impression that we've been looking at finished product shots for ages. Yeah. They're like, yeah, no, it's a prototype, and they're like, oh, we've attached the ladder to his foot or some, something like that. And it's like, no one cares. Just, just hurry up and finish the bloody figure. Get it released. Picks, are, picks, are, picks, and figure release where it didn't happen, right? Mm. Um, yeah, no. So, uh, ironically enough, uh, Fans Toys has first mover advantage on uh, a figure for once. Normally, by the time they Normally they announce their figure, and by the time they release it, it's like you know there's been like ten of them already. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, this is they've actually managed to get their original uh, F220 out, and now now it's time for the repaint. Yep. Sixteen through nineteen can wait another year. <laughs> <laughs> they are yeah, kind of all over the place. What the hell they do with their numbering? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was looking at it, but that's exactly as you said, Jason. It just this is third party companies jumping the shark. Just where the Ooh. hell do you put it? <laughs> we've we've been we've been joking about a unicorn a unicorn a unicorn the size of a door frame. Just <laughs> it just oh yeah, I'd have nowhere to put this. Even in, in Eva mode, it's just it's stupidly big for stupidly big steak. I'd prefer to have just a little cardboard cutout of Omega and sit in the back of the <laughs> shelf. You can actually you can actually print this. You can print this artwork and just like cut around the edges, and there you go. You'll you'll be fine, right? I find someone's gone just light down the photocopier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'd be much more interested in like a Iron Factory or a Warren Pocket type of Omega yeah. Supreme. You know, something to scale with those pocket figures, which would probably be still around. Isn't isn't just yeah? It, it, figure isn't, isn't the original G one figure in scale with the Iron Factory ones? <laughs> Okay, so fact, the G one possibility. There we go. Mm, yeah. <laughs> didn't uh, didn't someone post a picture on the group this week? Was it was it Metroplex or was it um, Fans Toys Giganticus? Uh, and they were surrounded by all the Iron Factory models. Going, um, going. Yep, yep. That scale seems right. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't mm. remember. I don't know if it was Omega. Yeah, I remember saying. I just can't remember what was in it. Yeah, it, it might have been Metroplex. Don't know. Yeah. Um, end of the news. End of the news. That is uh, that is going to bring that nice little uh, that nice little thing to a close. Let's talk about new acquisitions. Not that we have that many. Um, Max, <laughs> do you want to go? Do you want to go first? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I forgot to talk about this last week, but that works out well for this week. Um, while I was at the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair, the uh, NTCA, I got offered to just buy a massive tub of uh, G1 figures. So. Took up the offer and <laughs> they had figures there on sale. You've done better than us up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, these weren't even out on display. Like, 
guy just came up, who I didn't even get his name. He just came up to me and said, oh, hey, I've got a tub of original Transformers. Do you want to buy them? <laughs> you want to go nice. around the back, this back alley and deal some crack? <laughs> so what, what, was the, uh, what was the condition like on them? Uh, some of them are pretty good. Like, it was, uh, I think it was a complete mint scatter shot in there. Oh, nice. Um, lots yeah. of different parts of what have you. Uh, but I'm getting rid of most of it. For, for what I'm keeping is uh, G1 Blitzwing. Just in nice. lovely condition. He's a nice little figure. Lots of die cast in him. Uh, stickers seem to be mostly there. All I'm needing is the rifle and the tank turret. Hmm. And that yep. even better is a figure which I'd actually been chasing for a while is uh, G1 Point Blank. So, oh, wow. Nice. So that was in the tub as well. Yeah, it was just in there. And I was. Nice. Was How much did you pay for this tub of figures? Uh, I think it was like 130. It's not bad. But yeah. It was well worth it. Now, so I've still got a pile of stuff down here, but no. Is that his target master, or is that just one you've put on him to hold? No, this is his target master. So with that, he's complete, except for that little shield thing, and he has his other uh, hand. I gave one of those away the other day. <laughs> Oops. He's <laughs> a really nice figure, surprisingly. Like, he's a G1 figure, but he's got you know a full range of motion in the arms. It's... Really nice little piece. Look at it in the color; it screams sort of G two. Yeah, it's just something yeah. that this guy's always appealed to me because he showed up in the Headmasters comic and always thought he looked sick. So the question is now: Are you going to get the uh, Make Toys contact shot? It's tempting. I just I only really like the design, so there's no real attachment to the character. I mean, <laughs> but you want one that's got elbows and knees. Yeah, it's just, he's got the arms. I need I need the legs now. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I'm gonna go. I, I I have no new I have no new acquisitions this week, but I do have a pre-order. Um, which look, I really I really like the uh, I really like the IDW Stealth Bomber style Megatron and Generations Toys uh, Generation Toys GTO2 Tyrant is coming out. So I I caved and I've pre-ordered him um, because look at that. How good does that look? I'm very happy with us. No argument he, there. He looks he looks great. Although I gotta say, I kind of feel like they've just upscaled the deluxe. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like in some in some ways, it really does look like it's going to have like the exact same transformation sequence and everything. So, uh, I don't know. Well, we'll we'll see when he arrives. Well, I'll we'll put them up next. Oh, yeah. I've got well, watching watching reviews. It does seem to be the general motions, at least, are very much in line with a deluxe. Yeah. Yeah, there's more going on with that torso, though, isn't there? And those silver bits under his love handles. Uh, maybe I don't oh, they're, know. They're just painted. They're just painted bits, and they look like they're different panels or something. Maybe well, there's a lot well, of folding panels in the torso, so it looks like that'll be a bit tricky. Yeah. But like, watching videos, his the stuff they do with like filling out the shins and what have you is really genius. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, I've got this guy in pre-order as well. I. Agree with you. I can't wait for him. I got uh, pre-ordered the last night Hot Rod. Um, hot, hot Rod. And while I got him, I thought, uh, well, we're never going to see any other last night figures out here. So I got Squeaks as well, and I nearly got. Um, what do you mean? What do you mean? There's tons of Squeaks everywhere. Yeah, now the thing I, hot, I pre-ordered on Tuesday, and then all of a sudden the group's filled with 
Scorn and Nick Nitro and everyone else. And it's like people, oh, people have gone Wait, kind of ape shit for Nitro's use. Yeah. Yeah, there's a Scorn little bit and Nitro's of, uh, used to be only laid away things I've seen here. Like it's as for deluxes, it's entirely wave one. Yeah. So anyway, they weren't they weren't too much. They weren't target prices and they weren't Toys R Us prices, so they were in between, which was good with free shipping. So Lovely should have them by the end of the next week. Very nice. All right, that is that is it. We're gonna we're gonna call time, and we did uh, we did talk about the uh, Christmas donation drive will be starting up in the next couple of weeks. But uh, before that happens, you should probably consider joining the club. Um, we do this as a, we do this as a little bit of a labor of love, but uh, we do like going along to conventions, talking to like-minded Transformers fans, and encouraging them to join us and um, you know come hang out with us. And we've done this to the tune of like nearly twenty-seven hundred members in the discussion group now. Uh, if you appreciate what we've done, if you appreciate just you know us providing a, a nice safe place for Transformers fans to chat and sell pieces, please consider throwing $5 our way because uh, that's how we finance those tables at Supernova. It's how we go out and find new fans and, and talk to them. So uh, you, can find, you can find details for becoming a, a paid and proud member of the Transformers Collectors Club Australia at transformerscca.com. That's, that's the website. It's Transformers cca.com just five dollars is all it takes five dollars a year and membership runs over the course of the financial year so uh july to june yep jump on board we do the uh the member giveaways and that as well um uh, arno palmer last month won a junkie on matrix leadership just for existing yep just for a five dollar membership so jump on board, guys. money our way and keep brad sane <laughs> oh, it's actually oh, it's gonna take it's, it's gonna take late. more than that <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Australian Transformers Weekly, if you could not tell, is produced by Transformers Collectors Club Australia. You can find our website at transformerscca.com. Find the podcast on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. Please head over to uh, head over to iTunes, give us a review. If your podcatcher allows reviews, because a, a bunch of them are now starting to add reviews and ratings, please give us a nice rating, hopefully. Uh, you can find our... It's not really new podcast anymore. Uh, Transformers Legends, our companion, uh, where they will talk about a lot of uh, a lot of the toys and toys and figures and series aimed at younger kids. Like uh, I was going to say, I was going to say uh, robot heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Rest- not quite that young. <laughs> Rescue Bots and the upcoming Rescue Bots Academy and uh, Transformers R.I.D. Uh, that is Transformers Legends. You can find it on Facebook and find it on the TCCA YouTube channel. And the website is tflpod.podbean.com. Thank you for listening, everyone. And we will be back next week with all the latest Transformers news, views, opinions, feels, feel opinions, feel views, news opinions, and love. Jason's love. having a stroke. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> someone get a stick. I'm just, I'm just starting to put, starting to put words together. Anyway, we will be back next week, and uh, we'll, um, we'll love the news at you. Lovely. See you guys. Goodbye.